So how many hours of sleep do you think you need a, a night? A coon will coon. Because according to Steve Harvey, he feels like you don't need a full eight hours. He First of all, I don't understand why he was yelling at his audience. <laughs> first of all, first of all, which set were you on? If that was the family feud set, I don't understand. Yelling. Why were you speaking to the Family Feud audience like that? I feel like Steve Harvey's always talking down on black people. <laughs> always. I didn't like it from Bill Cosby. I don't need it from you. He's. It, that's just him. Like, and I. I recently watched like some episodes of Family Feud, and I can see his facial expressions when certain black families are celebrating the fact that they've moved on to the final round, and he's just like, "Oh my god!" Like he's like he's annoyed, right? Like, oh, I got to deal with these poll people now. So you were dealing with the white people. He's like, always you, talking you were, about. You were voting for the white people to win. And he's always. Or something. Like, he, what, what he's is it? He's always talking about rich versus poor. Rich versus yes. poor. Yes. Always, always. And yes. that's that pull yourself up by the bootstraps, have and have not stuff that you get. That once you get money, you, your mentality switches all of a sudden. And now you think everybody needs to be just like you to get it. And that's right. not that's not it. I think <clears throat> my thing with Steve Harvey is, God bless you. God bless the brother. Um, mm-hmm. When do we start listening to Steve Harvey for motivational advice? When did he become the guru that everybody listens to? Since they made a movie out of his book. Exactly. I'm saying, like, <laughs> let's not forget, like, where we know Steve Harvey from. He's a king of comedy. He was the host. He was the king of comedy. <coughs> he used to come with the <coughs> Beijing hairlines and whatnot, with the look, uh, the big old afros. Remember those? The flat top. With the, with the suits. Right. And he had the nerve to sell those suits. There was something recently on Netflix that I saw. It was like a comedy special. I'm trying to think of the name. Um, but it was like recently, like honoring like like certain comics. Like they honored like um, uh, uh, Martin Lawrence, okay. Chris Tucker. and Was it Def Comedy Jam 25? Yes. That was two years ago. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say it was new. Okay. I said I saw it. You, you just watched it. I just watched okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but like it was him... And I believe like Dave Chappelle, and no, it was him and 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 what's that lady who's like she's not the, a lady from the show, from the real, but she's similar. She looks like her. That's rude. I'm not gonna say that. I don't know <laughs> who you're talking about, but go okay. ahead. Okay. So, anyways, he was just like pretty much like annoyed with like the other comics. It was just like, oh, I gotta, I gotta make sure I have a job after this. Like he didn't want to say certain things and be as raunchy as he used to be. And it was just like, why? Did you He's just decide very... to come again? Like, you could have just stayed if you wanted. You cared about your reputation so much. My thing, you're right, exactly. My thing with Steve Harvey is that there's that, but there's also, when we started listening, he, that's who he was, but then he wrote that book and came up with the movie, and the book was ridiculous because it was telling <laughs> women how to get a man. Right. Like, the stuff is ridiculous. It was like uh, going a 90-day uh, no-sex re- retreat, and then it'll work. Like, who, who, who like... Maybe for a couple people. Like, what are you saying? You think that this is for everybody. When the president won, when he went down there, I saw him at a show before, right before the election, right after the election took place. And he was telling us as a whole black audience in the Apollo to just accept what was happening. He said, except he said, well, we can't do nothing about it. The president is the president. We can't. That's it. Y'all might as well just get along with it. Hey, he won. And y'all be smart to get on the other side and go with it. Wow. And, I, and so when he went down there a couple of days after and went down to the main office, uh, to the, the, the Trump lobby, I wasn't surprised. Uh, uh, a coon will coon. Well, let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. 
How far? On the way, poppin', poppin' on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been going all day and now I need Welcome it. Welcome to another episode of the On the Way podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related that is on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to my show on May the 31st at 10.30. On Friday, May the, tw- on Friday, May the 31st at 10.30 at the bitter end. You can listen to this podcast while tanning in the park during the day and wearing raincoat at night because (laughs) that's what is happening right now that's what's going on but either way anyway this is the on the wake podcast black queen yeah sylvie jones how are you well blessed this evening i'm happy to be alive in this space present in this moment um it's been such an eventful week um and i'm just taking it all in i've I like sometimes I have to stop and appreciate Wednesday and as hump day as it is because everything can seem like it's either coming together or everything everything can seem like it's overwhelming at the same time. Mm. So I have to always like appreciate like look, it's just the midweek, you know, things take its time. Don't worry, don't freak out, don't hate Wednesdays, don't be upset and just, you know, annoyed all day. Exhale, you're good. You know, two days from the weekend, you get to relax a little bit, maybe. You know, just stay positive. How are you, Khalil? I'm good. I hear that. I hear that. <clears throat> I'm good. I had my show last night at New How Blue 151 that? in Alphabet okay. City. It went really well. Thanks for everyone who came out and supported. Uh, much. It was re- much, much appreciated. The venue was dope. I've never been there before. The sound quality was A1. Amen. It was great. Um, getting ready to head to Chicago next week for one of my best friend's weddings. Okay. Looking forward to that. And yeah, like childhood friend, like since kindergarten. Like That's it's, great. It's like six of us. That's amazing. You gotta come to Kwanzaa one year. You got I can't believe it. Oh, wow. Am I being called out? <laughs> I just can't believe that it hasn't lined up that you've been able to come to at least we have Kwanzaa celebration every year. Okay. I believe you. I will You're say the snap that Rob put up of you guys saying Harambe. <laughs> it was in black and white. It looked a little bit cultish. So. <laughs> Y'all were just like, Harambe, Harambe. Harambe was like, um. Not in black and white. <laughs> he put, that was the filter that he used. That's the part. So I was like, wait. That is hilarious. <laughs> and he's a real... <laughs> You're a real, you know, you know what you are for doing that. I was like, um, <laughs> this that's <is> hilarious. <laughs> if this is Kwanzaa, yes, that's I don't part think... of Kwanzaa. Harambe is, you know, what Harambe means, right? What does it mean? <laughs> no, We're not doing this right now. <laughs> but either way, okay, let's jump into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. <laughs> To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at Instinct ENT, where we release it every Wednesday. This week, we've got Beauty Marks by Sierra, Legacy Legacy by Jamila Woods, 12 Little Spells by Esperanza Spaulding, and Lost Planet 2.0 by Smoke Perp. 
Oh, I go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this week for my first album, I had Beauty Marks by Ciara. It's the singer's seventh studio album and first one on her label, Beauty Marks Entertainment and Warner Bros. Records, with whom she also just signed a new record, de- record, record, deal, record deal earlier this year. The buzz I originally heard about this album when it dropped last Thursday honestly wasn't good. Are you, why are you making that face? <laughs> Not that you're going to say that. This was the next thing. This was the next thing we had to follow her smash single level up released earlier this year. People were saying that Sierra makes good singles, but doesn't make full albums. Right. So I went in listening with my own intent to get to the bottom. And honestly, I'm not mad at this project. Okay, yes. I mean, it's right up Sierra's lane. And I felt like she used her gifts to the best of her ability. And the song production on each track was all reflective of who she is as an artist. I've heard Sierra albums before, and I understand what people would mean by that. But I thought that this project was right on brand, uh, except for the first track. Except for, no, no, okay. Except for the first track, I love myself. Which, even though I understand and agree with the message, I didn't think it was the best track with the best energy to st- you're already on. And look at you right now. I didn't think it was. <laughs> come up, come up. Damn, Sierra. Oh my what God. You did, girl. I didn't think it was the best track with the best um. energy to start off the album. Um, I didn't think it was the best one to start off the project, especially because it featured Macklemore. Okay. Especially because it featured Macklemore, whom I haven't, I don't, I don't, I, I liked his album when I first heard it. I liked that first album, uh, but I haven't heard from him in years. And honestly, ever since he won the best rap album at the Grammys over to Pimp a Butterfly, I just kind of just. Damn. <laughs> Uh, you know, I hope you yeah. Understand. But I think if you're going to have a feature on the first track in your album, it's got a hit, right? Um, but I enjoyed Level Up, of course, even yummy though all your tummy. even though I still don't understand. <laughs> you want this yummy all in your tummy? I I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. But set was dope. Trust myself is right. a sensual bop, perfect for Sierra that I definitely think deserves radio play. Um, Girl Gang featuring Kelly Rowland was also awesome. Kelly just has a swag that solidifies any feature she does and makes it solid. I just said solidifies and makes it solid. Yeah, both. They've been friends for mad long, so it was nice to see them finally collab. Um, Also, Kelly, we haven't had a new album since 2013. Talk a good game was my ish. Where you at, Y'all are good. I pray everything is okay in the spoon in the Witherspoon household. Um, the songs Dose and Nana are full of jams, but if she's if the record label is um really in her corner, I think that they'll really promote the heck out of I think her current single, Thinking About You, which is an easy automatic crossover smash and would get Sierra back to where she wants to be. Right. I love her as a performer as well. 
Um, I did appreciate her singles back in the day, and the only full, full, full Ciara album I've listened to was her Goodies. first one. Mm-hmm. It's a good album. Jazzy Clancy and Missy Hall. Right. Down. Um, I wonder why people don't stick with, like, I, I, I don't know if it's like a relationship thing or if it's a money thing or a label thing. Like, I don't know why when pe- when something really works for somebody, why they don't stick with it or like at least keep it consistent. Like some people just move all the way away from it. Ciara and Missy is a great combo. Ciara and Jazzy Faye is a great combo. Maybe not have your whole album done by them, but it'd be nice to have like some singles or whatnot throughout. It could be anything that we just don't know about. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I wouldn't. Unless it was like a legit reason. It's like when Mariah Carey goes back to Jermaine Dupri. It's like, right. no, stay there. That right. works. Right, right. Yeah. No, no. Um. Yeah. So yeah, this album, this album was cool. It did have a, a few songs that I, um, you know, I liked or whatever. And I just, I'm always happy for Ciara. Yeah. But as like a different artist, like I've, like I, I think I was good with the goody phase, and then now I'm just more like, I love you as a performer, but I'm not mad that you're still singing. Like, you know, right. get your, I hope get she your keeps point anyway, girl. Like if this, especially if you really have been waiting to do this for mm-hmm. a while now because, you know, other things have gotten in the way. I appreciate it. Like, mm-hmm. go for it, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm great with you being, a, like, a wonderful performer. Mm-hmm. This week for my first album, I had Legacy Legacy by Jamila. Jamila Woods. She's a singer and songwriter and poet from Chicago um, whose work focuses on themes like Black ancestry, black ancestry, uh, black feminism, black identity, <laughs> um, and self love. Mm. She has features on songs like "Blessings" featuring uh, Chance the Rapper, another Chicago artist, and uh, "White Privilege" too, featuring your boy Macklemore and Ryan Leslie. Um, she released her debut Whoa. album on which one was a Ryan Leslie <laughs> song? White Privilege too. She okay. She released her debut album on SoundCloud in 2016, and here we are with her second album, Legacy Legacy. Mm. Um, this is my first time listening to Jamila Woods, um, in its entirety, and I was very impressed. Uh, Giovanni yeah. reminded me of a song about how beautiful my crown is. Mm. Um, I also really appreciated the line, um, "I'm the kingdom, I'm not your queen." Mm. Hotep better step from around me. I'm not your rib. I'm not your eye. <laughs> right. She had a, a lot of songs that were right. very empowering and very beautiful. The lyrics are powerful. Um, Words mean things. And notes are facts. about taking ownership for oneself and knowing that you are more than enough for all. Um, she had Nettie Scott on Sonia, which reminded me of a, of a song about strength um, and and finding the power to go forward 
um, and thinking about the people who came before you, like your ancestors and what they had to go through, mm. um, and your your aunts and I mean, well, your your grandparents and great grandparents and slavery mm-hmm. and everything. You know, it wasn't like you know songish, but it's just like this is what you are created from. You mm-hmm. are strong. Love- they they <coughs> crawled so you could walk. You know. She had a line in one of those songs about. Um, my great great grandma was a slave, mm-hmm. um, and she rose up from it. Mm-hmm. That's you, the song I'm talking about. Who you talking about how to how to raise themselves and how to feel better about exactly. themselves? Like you don't even know. Exactly. Like, chill. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was just, um, I was just blown away. I like how like each track was named after someone. Great, right. Like Frida, um, Basquiat, Octavia, and Baldwin. And it made me wonder. Like it made me really just go and dig like to make sure i knew who everybody was like yeah i know them i know all of them are (laughs) yeah i just feel like um i can definitely tell that she was a poet and i'm excited to hear more from her Mm. yeah word yeah she's got like she's got like betty like i'm sure that's betty sabaz i love that one zora neil hurston she just she just uses the first names mm-hmm. or the last names Giovanni. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that's Nikki Giovanni. Mm-hmm. Sonia, I think is Sonia Sotomayor. Frida, Kylo, Eartha, obviously Kit, Miles right. Davis, Muddy Waters, Basquiat. Um, I wasn't sure who Octavia was at first, but then I was like, it's got to be Spencer. <laughs> Maybe it is. Right. Um, I really like this project too. I liked how they all had themes similar to Jamila Wood's album. For my second album this week, I had 12 Little Spells by Esperanza Spaulding. I was thoroughly blessed and entertained by this project. Mm. She makes jazz relevant, uh, incorporates some elements of hip-hop as well, and can keep up with any classic jazz musician. Sometimes I just want to peer inside of the mind of a jazz musician and just try to understand, because the chords... And the melodies can be so abstract and even absurd at times. But when she sings with the instruments, her voice flows over it like water. Um, it's effort- I was going to say like a whistle. Mm, okay, yeah. Right, like right. Like whistles over it, but not like figuratively. Right, I know what you mean. Right. Effortlessly. And with the lyrics, it makes everything make sense. Um, similar to Jamila's album, each song had a theme that related to a body part. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Thang, parentheses, hips. Touch in mind, parentheses, mm-hmm. fingers. But my favorite, at least right now, is you have to dance, parentheses, feet. Esperanza is very interesting. I feel like her and Jamila are in the same boat of artists um, who create art. That'd be and a nice opener for her, wouldn't it? 
they could open for one another. Well, I'm, at this point, well, I mean, yeah, <clears throat> Esperanza would be the headliner. She's got the Grammy. She's been out a long time. She's got a couple of them. All right. But I think it would be great to for, for to tag Jamila on like the, as the opener for her. I think her Esperanza's audience would love that. Yeah, I believe they're the same themed. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, and like I said, like her voice is very unique. Mm. Um, she also like spits poetry in between. And she definitely wants you to deep poetry, <laughs> just like Jamila. It's like they mm. really just want you to close your eyes and envision exactly what they're saying. Yeah, and for your vision and their vision to be exactly like, right. like not like your version of. No, it. I don't like, want you, you to know, wonder about what this I'm. This is t- exactly what I'm <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. right here. Yeah. This week for my second album, I had Lost Planet 2.0 by Smoke Perp. Uh, he's a rapper, songwriter, and producer, um, who was actually a producer before he became a rapper. Um, in 2016, he released a song on SoundCloud called Audi, and it went viral. Um, I try to keep up with the kids a lot, but I haven't heard from a smoke perp before. But when I looked, like, looked up a video by him or looked him up, he reminded me of, like, Little Pump. Okay. Like if they're you know they're in the same boat. Um, who's actually on his album as well, on the song called Chandelier. Um, we got Gunna on the album with Baguettes. I I like that song. Oh Mary Jeans, hold a tag. That's how I be styling. That little bit, give me that neck. Take her on the island. A A P with the baguettes. Morris water sliding. Yeah, one of that chair with the mark. You know that we wildin'. Yeah, one of that chair with the mark. You know that we wildin'. AP with a baguette, my wrist water sliding. Yeah, one of that chair with the mark, you know that we wildin'. AP with a baguette, my wrist water sliding. A lot of the new music nowadays, it's like if I can compare this to something else that's out right now, it's a competition of which one I can tolerate the most. And with this project, I felt like they were cool. You know, there were some songs, but it just wasn't really wasn't for me. Um, okay, it was it wasn't for me. You gave it a shot. I gave it a shot because you know what, the new generation and what they're listening to, not everything's terrible. Not everything is you know, un- in unison and things of that nature. So I always give it a chance. I don't like to just cancel it out. You know, like how our elders did to us with music music that they didn't like or appreciate that we were into so i always give it a listen um but yeah he had a little pump on his album as well he had um some guy named nle choppa on the song called double um that was cool but it just to me it felt like smoke weed every day <laughs> That's what I think about when I hear his name. That's all it makes me think of. Smoke weed. Yeah. I don't know. Like I was discussing with someone the other day about how Lil Nas X. They were just like, "Oh, the song's stupid," et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, just like "Well, I would appreciate like corny songs like that right, every over like <clears throat> hearing every song about getting drugged up." Or, or, you know, how intoxicated or how numb you can make yourself feel. Things of that nature. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't mind hearing about, you know, taking my horse to the Old Town Road 
Like, and you know, songs like that. Or I just. Every song we used to listen to was not. There were definitely some corny songs. Right. Like, I'm trying to think about, like, a corny song that we all used to just love. Yeah, but I, you know, something has like to be Like, we different. all wasn't out here jamming to West, to Men in Black. Right. Like, Coco wasn't singing down on the chorus. Here come the Men in Black. That she just revealed to us. Because <laughs> nobody knew that. You didn't know that was Coco? Okay, you probably knew. I knew that was I can but I knew that voice. I didn't know. Shoot. Like, we wasn't all up here jamming a wild, wild west. Like, come on. That, so it's so similar. Calling. Will Smith's music was corny. I'm, sure, I'm, that's what, sure, people would say, compared to what we used to listen to, people would say that those would be, like, the most commercially, because they were, like, <laughs> right. because they were they were film soundtrack, they were um soundtrack themes. And right. we took them in as, like, full-on R&B hip-hop songs yeah so we can't be like and wild wild west has similarities to old town road right Let people rock man yeah um but yeah so something no uncle some... will i ain't coming for you <laughs> i know you're i know you're royalty you the first hip-hop rapper to ever win a grammy <laughs> some things are for some people this week for our honorable mentions we had green light six mixtape by bow wow wagwan by Shaggy and El Chirio, El Chivio by Burner. We pull it fresh off the branch, smoking out the pound bag. While these clear stones dance, we from Northern California, but my papers are from France. Had to go big, fuck it, you only get one chance. Why they call me El Chivo? Cause I feed on my people. Been rich since 9-6, for the weed went legal. Big farms, new cars, and a few jars. The cereal milk tastes so crazy, I'ma need more. Yeah. I just opened up a weed store. Blue bags got your boy in a weed war. Chris, they ain't smoking like this. The gelato with the mints, that's a hell of a mix. Damn. And now it's time for music news. Well, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet for this year's Made in America Festival, here's more of a reason for you to go ahead and do that. It was just announced that Little Uzi Vert, Lizzo, Gucci Mane, Dominic, Fly- Dominic Fike, and Alina Baraz, plus more, join Travis Scott and Cardi B at Made in America. I'm already going. Like, I don't... <laughs> some, I'm going. It doesn't take much for no, Khalil. No, it's too close, like I've said, of a festival, of a good quality festival to not go to. Right. And it's ran by one of, by my favorite rapper. Mm. Like, why would I not go? Duh. I do think that a lot more people have gone since the first year, and it's very crowded. But I'm going to go. That. <laughs> you went when it was right. And then there was one chance... It's not only the crowd, because that's whatever. The second day it didn't rain, right? It didn't, but it was very muddy. Right. That's the only thing. It's like you don't know the weather, and it's an outdoor concert, and it won't not be postponed. So you will be standing out there. Regardless. With no umbrellas. <laughs> ponchos. Yeah. Cold. Yo, that ponchos held us wet, down. Don't you lie. Cold, wet. We had to layer up. Yes. Cold. We got back to the hotel. Next <laughs> 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 is freezing. Like <laughs> Y'all was tripped. Had the had the heat on on eighty. 
On September 1st. September <laughs> Keep on 80 because it was cold and wet. I was so Standing up. outside. Yeah, I'm sorry that that no was your chairs. first experience. Because that was your first music festival. I think that was both y'all's first music festival. And I'm sorry that that was your first experience. Because yeah. that was not my first experience. Nah, first experience was Brother. every time sunny mm-mm, and great. Mm-mm. All right. So can you do it again? Can you give it another chance? Um. Yes, if I know that it's going to be sunny that day. If put- not, I'm selling my fucking ticket. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Because that's I'm, fair. I will not. And the next day was fine. It was sunny the next day, but, but it was, it was muddy. just muddy. That's anyway. fair. I seen a girl slip and fall <laughs> yep. in orange, an orange <laughs> puddle of mud and water. And I said, yeah, nah. Not doing this. Not stepping around. Ruining sneakers. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> that's what, no, but I, regardless of the mud, that's always where I bring, like, the sneakers that I need to part with finally that I've been wearing enough for right. that year. Then I just sacrifice them there <laughs> at Made in America. Then go buy a new pair. Right. But um, I'd love to see little Uzi. Mm-hmm. I love him so much. I love his energy. I love how he's himself. And I love how he's just like, okay, like, I'm, unabod- pot- I'm unapologetically that. <laughs> I love him. Like I, I cannot be mad at him. Um, well, in other news, (laughs) Britney Spears' manager says that she may never perform live again. What, Britney? Right. Larry Randolph, her manager, spoke to Variety, um, confirming the cancellation of her Las Vegas residency. Oh, really? Yeah, he said that she's taking time to regroup and to get her head together. Well, why? Oh, why never perform again, though? Um, she's putting herself ahead of everyone else, and I'm proud of her for that. Okay. Um, and he also said that if she never works again, she never works again. My role is to handle her career when she wants a career. And if she comes back strong and full of desire and passion and wants to do it, great. Okay. If she takes six months or six years, it's totally fine. To me, it's about her finding her happy place. And I agree. It's about mm-hmm. always you finding your happy place. Um, and doing what you want to do, regardless of how people are going to receive it. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't care about how people are going to receive it. All right. Because right. when you take six days off, music may change. Six months off, music may change. Six years off, we might be all speaking in robotics. <laughs> and you're going to come back platform. with right with something totally... Unless you've just been silently keeping up the whole time. And, and, that's, and that's, that's fine, fine too. too. <laughs> that is fine. That's fine. As, as long, long as you as... just don't care about... You know how it's received. Yeah, you said it was because she. He, the guy said because she doesn't want to, and that's what's most important. If it's because she doesn't want to, then that's her her prerogative, her priority. I know her father just passed away. Did her father just pass away? No, or he's sick or he's really sick. Something. Some, it's just a lot going on with her personal life. Something happened with her dad that yeah. really threw her off. Yeah, I don't want to wish death on anybody. Yeah, and it's spilling over. A lot of things happen in her, pers- her personal life and her mental health. Yeah, she just needs um, to take care of her. Over. So, yeah. yes. So, taking care of yourself, I agree, yeah. is the best thing. Self-care, self-love, um, before anything else. Yeah. I agree. On the way, listeners. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> 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 on the way listeners what are some self care tips that you have tweet us at on the way weekly and let us know what you think we're gonna go and we'll be right
back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep it, keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black, political, and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. So what's going on this week, Khalil? Mm. So, this week, the Alabama State Senate approved a legislation that bans abortion in the state, and the governor, a woman named Kay Ivey, signed it into law today. Right. Quote from the New York Times says that the legislation bans abortions at every stage of pregnancy and criminalizes the procedure for doctors. The legislation bans abortion at every stage of pregnancy and criminalizes the procedure for doctors who could be charged with felonies and face up to 99 years in prison. It includes an exception for cases when the mother's life is at serious risk, but not for cases of rape or incest. A subject of fierce debate among lawmakers in recent days. Um, I want to read a quote by Ava DuVernay, a tweet that she released. Oh, I think I saw this. Today. And it says... Don't move forward after reading this like everything is normal. Don't shake your head at Alabama and then keep going about your day. Realize that this is a warning. It's Alabama and abortion today. Mm -hmm. It's you and your rights tomorrow. Basically. Your silence will not save you. So speak up. Yes. Everything about that. Your silence will not save you, so speak up. Someone had um, <clears throat> tweeted that this is The Handmaid's Tale. I don't watch that show. But and I, I don't get, watch it. But I thought it was just some white people stuff, but I get it's like in favor of like trying to understand why abortion and stuff like that is right. And when I should probably try I to don't check it know, out. I don't but know. they said that this is like a like an like how The Handmaid's Tale is going to be, like basically taking away women's rights. Mm. Um, of course, I feel very strong about this because it's my body. Like that's, that's the, the main part that thing. It doesn't my make body any sense to me. And my choice. Why is it that I can't make a choice that I want to make with my body? It's yours. See, the craziest thing to me is that there were twenty-two men who signed this law into order, and they're all twenty-two white men. How does that make sense? How is that legal? How is that balanced? How is that fair? How are you supposed to trust a system that America, the country, tells you to trust when right in your face you see that it's not balanced? I can, uh, There's not even different colored people on there. And most importantly, there's not one woman in the state Senate. How can you legally, out of sense, out of common sense, make that decision? That, that makes... I, I understand that they won their elections, but how do they get to come together to... How's that? There's there's no checks and balances there. Something's missing. Why? That's another thing. Why? If you're going to tell me this is about religion, if you're going to tell me that this is because abortion is against anything that's in the Bible, I'm going to just... My body. That's it. Right. Well... And when rapes happen, mm-hmm. and it's unprotected sex, mm-hmm. and the outcome is a child, mm-hmm. 
if I choose to do what I want to do with my body because I don't want to have to be reminded of something traumatic that happened to me, mm-hmm. why do you get to tell me no? Right. Are you going to... I'm sorry. You're helping me take care of this child. Are you going to raise this kid? Oh, my God. I didn't know. Because if that's not the case... Are you feeding... Are you giving this child... Paying for this food, Anything. you paying for these clothes, you paying no. for these pampers, you no. paying for this child food, for this for these um this baby wipes, you paying for any of this, you paying for this school, are you paying for this? Not even are you paying, are you contributing to? Are you making sure? Are you overseeing? Are you helping? No. It's as soon my as the body. kid comes out, it's it's all about. Then it's my decision. It's my body. That's the main thing and the only thing I have to say about this. This is when the kid my comes out, then it's your decision. Body and I get to do what I want with my. Body and now it's first it's abortion like Ava did say and I I definitely agree first it's abortion next it's you know where you can use the bathroom exactly okay exactly yes ladies and gentlemen this is history repeating itself we're here we're we are here. literally We've here. been here for a while now we're literally our here. seats are warm and this is literally history repeating yeah. itself over and over again like it happens i think this is my first now we time can see how it happened back in the day yeah, and that's the craziest fun no this but it's not like back in the day i talk to people that are older i'm like have it was it ever like this they're like no <laughs> they said, yeah no. of course not it wasn't like this it was tricky Tricky dick was tricky, but it wasn't like this. The governor said, today I signed into law the Alabama Human Life Protection Act to the bill's many supporters. This legislation stands as a powerful testament to Alabamians. Alabamians' deeply held belief that every life is precious and that every life is a sacred gift from God. I think that the really um, tricky part about this is when you start to incorporate what the state's current belief is on everybody's will. Um, I think for some time it's good. Like, shoot, if if New Jersey came out and said, we're a green state and we believe in the use of medical marijuana, recreational marijuana, I'd be like, yeah, New Jersey, I'm with it. <laughs> but, like, it's tricky. If this is something that Alabamians believe, I think that everybody should still be entitled to what they want to do. It shouldn't be something that's covered by the whole state. And because you believe this, this is now a law. That's crazy. They did the similar thing in Georgia. Um, it's happening. So, yeah, speak up. Please vote. This week from my Queen Spotlight, I want to shine a bright light on Uzo Aduba. Mm. Um, some of you may know her as Crazy Eyes on the hit Netflix show Orange is the New Black. She's set to multiple time pl- Emmy winner. <laughs> exactly. Um, a really great actress. Uh, she's set to play Shirley Chisholm. In FX's limited series, Mrs. America. Dope. It's only going to be on FX. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They do good biopic stuff, too. Yes. That OJ thing was great. Yes. It's coming out in 2020. Mm. Um, Mrs. America tells the story of the movement to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment, um, ERA. Yeah. And an unexpected backlash led by a conservative woman named Phyllis Schifley, Um Through the eyes of women of that era. Mm. Both Shafly and the second wave feminists, Gloria Steinem, Freddie Friedan, Shirley Chisholm, Bella Abzug. Shut up. <laughs> and Joe Ruckert Shells. Um, yeah. The series explores how one of the toughest battlegrounds in the cultural wars of the 70s helped give rise to the moral majority. 
and forever shifted our political landscape. So let's get it. I love when FX does series, mm-hmm. like when they did OJ. Um, Mm-hmm. They did um, um, Versace. Gianni Versace. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that kid at the. Um, he was on the Met Gala red, Met Gala red carpet too. Nothing Darren fine. Chris. I'm not going to say uh, Andrew Kunan. And boy, he every time I see him, I just think Andrew Kunan. Don't play it, that boy. There, he's crazy. He's nuts, and he <laughs> did that role really well. Sorry. Um, FX is great for shows like that, like yeah. um, um, American Horror Story, which I still watch till this day. Oh, like I haven't that. Gotten there yet. Yeah, it's it's good. Mm. It's like a like a people get like no, people it's not really a scary like thing. Yeah, like it's, it's like, like a, a okay, but nothing like <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah. I just and when's the last time you seen a movie that really scared you like that? I just know that I've been able to control my dreams since I was <laughs> okay. a child. Since I was a child, and I know that it's all through the stuff that you put into your eyes, like even sub- subconsciously, like whatever you subconscious, whatever you see throughout the day. That you try to like just throw back their subconscious, like, oh, that right. doesn't scare me, mm-hmm. whatever. It comes back up when you go to sleep, and I don't need them problems, all right? <laughs> I don't need to subconsciously be seeing snakes and stuff and dark. All right, stop. Now, look, I'm talking See, about it. See, now it's going to happen. All right. <laughs> On the way, listeners. In which way are you making a political difference in your state? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. You know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at Instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C, every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, You are not a reflection of people who can't love you. Get away from me! <laughs> um. Okay, so this reminds me of a child mm-hmm. and what they go through as a child and um, how adults affect a child's um, upbringing oh. and um, if, it, if it impacts them in a negative way, um, how they would blossom from that or how they won't blossom from that what and they they'll just, it, yeah, yeah um, they'll just be sheltered or it just affects them negatively. Um, but always remind yourself like that's not you. And you can always break the cycle. And I feel like a lot of times we don't, we, we use the excuse of, oh, well, that's how I was raised. Or, mm. well, well, this is just, you know, this is just what it is. And it's like, well, you can rewrite that. Um, Word. That's just history. That's not the present. Yeah, I think that I can understand exactly what you're saying in the sense that when, if you're forced to be around, it makes me, if you're forced to be around people who don't, love you right because that's not a place anybody should want to stay at all but if you're forced to be around it it probably was something that was out of your control when you were like a child or something like that right and you hold on to stuff like that and mm-hmm. if you but your environment your circumstance does not define you at all your what you've been through does not define who you are Cause if the if we was in church, they say, cause if I 
look like what I've been through. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. But, um. But, yeah. Yeah. That was great. Well, did I finish that? Did I wrap it up? Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on Friday, May the 31st at 1030 at the Bitter End with the band. We're going to get it crack-a-lacking. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you can also find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. And on Tidal, Apple Music, and any streaming platform under Khalil Daniel. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. And if you want to see some of my uh, fitness stuff, you can look on my Instagram at Sweat by V, S-W-E-A-T, B-Y-V-E-E. Oh my gosh, your eye's about to fall out of your head. <laughs> I made it, though. Yes, you did, you did, you did. Okay, wait, I have a question. <laughs> I have a question. Okay, I'm going for it, Sylvie, all right? Okay. Listen, um, I'm going to see. I'm going for it. This is my regimen. Tell me if this doesn't work, okay? At least three times a week i can increase it to five okay 15 minutes on the stationary bike 100 crunches different types 30 bicycles no 30 um knees up in the air elbows to the knees Mm -hmm. 30 bicycles Mm -hmm. 20 more to the knees then 10 of like a like a curl thing, got it. It's like straight for the out yes. for down here. I know what you mean. Ten of those, and then you switch to the other side with the legs, and ten of those. Right. And then uh, twenty pound weights. Okay. Twenty, two or three sets. Okay. So I think. Um, Half hour workout. Right. I think a if you've been doing that for a while, switch it up. And eat well. Right. Something Always green. Eat well. Every day. Switch it up because if you do literally the same thing every time you go to the gym, whether it be three times a week or one time a week, your body's going to get used to that and you won't see any progress. Mm. Um, yes, you, nutrition has a lot to do. Damn it, I put the phone To do with it, yeah. You'll think you're doing something and it's like you're really not doing anything. Hey, don't come for me on my own damn But no, but it's also a, um, a common thing that a lot of people do. Mm. And also um, creating a workout before and thinking um, and targeting certain body parts. So if you're going to do a core, um, yes, target different parts of your core, but make sure the numbers make sense. So you can't, if you're going to do 100 or something, it's better to do 100 of the same thing or 50 of the same thing or 30 of the same thing. And then, or maybe, you know, different rounds. Of it. So are you saying or the sit-ups work? You can... <laughs> The different variations of sit-ups, yes, they do work. You can try to break them up, like time, like have them timed instead, like for 30 seconds or for 45 seconds, um, for three rounds, for you know five core exercises for 45 seconds, something like that, and to keep on pushing yourself with like a 15-second rest in between and pushing yourself to continue. Um, and also, if you're going to do anything upper body-wise, then you should incorporate other upper body movements as well. So it's not just, all right, I did this, that, and then this one thing with this part of my body, and I'm done. Because you're only targeting one part. Like, why not target the whole arm? Why not target back, shoulders, yeah. things of that nature? I always wanted to try that thing that y'all be doing with the ropes like Battle that. Battle ropes are great as well. I always be looking at y'all like, y'all are such punks. Y'all can't, why can't y'all lift that? That's so easy. Like, I just think I could oh, do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Go through some battle rolls. They be like, they be, they be like, they be like, oh, yeah, it's so, oh, yeah, because they're not weighted, they're not weighted ropes at all. Play double dutch. Yeah, that's not double dutch. What you mean? That's double, 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 double. It's hard. It's hard once you first get it started. Like okay, but once you get it started, don't the rhythm come? Nah, blocka, blocka, nada. Blocka, blocka, nada. Okay. All right. But yes. Last question. Now that it's warm, since can I go from stationary bike to real bike? Will that help? You can do that. Mm. And if you're going to do that, incorporate other leg movements. Because, you know, um, if you're going to do a bike that focuses on your legs, mm-hmm. so, well, core as well, uh, focuses on your legs. So other leg movements you can incorporate, like, you know, lunges, squats, things of that nature. Yeah. And for everything else you heard today, you can find us on our website at instinctent.com. And on our, on, you can find, and for everything else you heard today, you can find us on our Facebook at facebook.com slash instinctentinc. And on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review, let us know how much you love us, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.